Hi guys and girls and welcome back. Going to keep this one really short for a change. Please check out our Facebook, Instagram, Twitter and YouTube sites or hit us up on our website at www.bhbanner.com. If you get a chance, please look us up on iTunes and leave us five stars and a short review. And if you have anything you'd like to add, please email us at feedback at bhbanter.com. On the topic of iTunes reviews, our new mascot Alexander failed so miserably to attract more reviews that it resulted in exactly one person going to iTunes and hitting those stars. As a result, we've now shot and stuffed Alexander, and we'll be giving away a meerkat hat to celebrate 2,000 downloads very shortly. Simples. No animals were harmed in the making of the hat. Bounty Hunter Banda says no to animal cruelty. Welcome back to Bounty Hunter Banter for your regular dose of beer and pop culture. See, flawless. Well, wasn't that hard? <laughs> that was pretty good. We used to have this whole intro thing. We used to talk about all the stuff that we talk about. Mm-hmm. Games, video games, TV, movies, comic books. Should, and we just we just ditched it. You it should, was, like, record an intro and just... No, and Pete no. does Play. a little separate little intro at the start each yeah. week. No, but like... Where I get to be a dickhead all by myself. <laughs> <laughs> so, joining me, as always, is Dan. Hey. And our very special friend, Sui. Hello. Special He's on day friend. release. He's our I'm special on day friend. <laughs> <laughs> he got his uh, wife to sign the permission slip to leave the house. Yes, I did. You've got uh, a new a new bub. I do. I How do. old is she now? Four months now. Wow. Yeah. And it was a yeah. she. I had a 50-50 chance of getting that one right you, too. Yeah, you did. Awesome. You did. You I did. Should... Yeah, yeah. She. Yeah. She, uh, Caitlin. She's happy as can be. That's good. So... Wife One happy? of the worries of the world yeah. at four months. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's it. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> that's your stress for the first couple of years, and yeah. then it becomes her stress. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's oh, is your phone on silent? Mm, good question. Mine wasn't. It's a professional recording here <laughs> at Bounty Hunter Banter Studios. It is. It is. It's on vibrate. So if you see me with my eyes up like this, it means I'm vibrating. <laughs> <laughs> Just make sure you look in the camera when you're um, experiencing oh, yeah, that. Video recording as well to YouTube. <laughs> so, you know, playing uh, playing with things in your lap. It's it's well, my first topic. It's already a sloppy hey, episode. Can we do, you do what you're pulling at Chris oh, here. Sorry. You can Fuck. introduce our beers. Sorry, Dan. Take us away with the beers. <laughs> Did you not press a certain button or something? I don't know what's going on tonight. It's, it's really fucking... It's Sunday afternoon, man. Yeah, it's... I'm fucking tired. So, um, We have six-string Ramstein for the third or fourth time. Uh, it's a Marzen. It is five-point-something percent, five-point-four percent. We have uh, the Samuel Smith Nut Brown Ale that Pete was uh, having a little jizz about while he was oh. in... Um, in Las Vegas. It was my highlight of the Vegas beer drinking trip. Ah. It's a, of course, a nut brown ale at 5%. We have the collaboration between Doctor's Orders and Big Shed Brewing. The Imperial Carrot Stout at 9.4%. Are you driving home, Suey, or walking? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. And uh, the Wild Beer Co. Kronos. Uh, it is a Bretonomyces beer uh, and it is 5.8. We'll finish with that one, though. Yeah, I've been looking forward to trying a, a Wild Beer Co. beer. I saw that. Actually, did did you get these from QCellers? No, you got no, these no. from uh, Beer Cartel, didn't I you? I did get them from Beer Cartel. Trader! You, you asked me to... It was your fucking fault. <laughs> that clipped. Um, Too yeah. loud? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's going to sound really distorted. Um, you asked me to go to Beer Cartel to pick up uh, a very specific beer for you, and... I walked out with like 20 fucking beers. You it's not my fault. 
Yeah, just a little. That's normal. Even the right? wife picked out some beers, and she hates beer. So it was quite a bizarre experience. Okay. Anyway. It is your first topic. You can go now. <sighs> okay. Um, I want to start with Quiplash. And, um, oh, you fucker. I only had four things on my list, and that was one of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Quiplash is a game that we were introduced to by our... Very special friend. Everyone's a very special friend today. I'm in a good mood, so... A friend of Banny Hunter Brewing and a friend of Banny Hunter Banter. I'd usually just call them... <laughs> but at the moment, they're very special friends. Um, I'll mark that. <laughs> uh, Asylum GC8. So, he's a friend on Twitch. He has a Twitch stream. Uh, he regularly streams video games. And he's a generally all-round cool dude. Yeah, um, that was heaps of fun jumping yeah, on there. I've never really spent too much time on Twitch. I've... Watch little bits and pieces, little bits and pieces, um, and little bits that have been recorded for. Uh, what do you pass me? Oh, they can. Um, little every week. <laughs> little bits, uh, little bits that have been recorded and put on YouTube. But it was, uh, it was heaps of fun. Like I really, really enjoyed it. So, Quiplash. I'm sure Pete's going to explain. No, you you can explain if you'd like. No, okay. No, you're going to do it in a better <laughs> way than me. <laughs> so, Quiplash is like uh, Cards Against Humanity. Very similar game. So, have you played Cards Against Humanity, Sui? I have. You know, yeah. I got a brand new set of Cards Against Humanity. Um, talking on the mic. I'm talking on the mic. <laughs> Stop <laughs> mumbling. <laughs> talk, talk clear and loud. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I had it in my car, and then my my car. How much good in your car? Well, I only just got it. Like, I oh, literally you only just on got the day. It. Okay. And, well, I was like, it was in my car for a week. But, you know, <laughs> details. Who cares? Um, and a car got broken into. And they took it. I stole Cards Against Humanity. <laughs> These fuckers took my it's brand new set. It's probably why they broke into the car. <laughs> it was in my glove box. What like, else did they take from the car? Nothing. That's was, all they took. That, Cards well, Against was, Humanity. There was nothing else in there. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no. <laughs> wow. Where was your car broken yeah. into? Was yeah, this in my driveway. Or? Wow. Yeah. yeah. That's not the first time either, sons no. of bitches. Yeah. I wonder if it's the same little pricks. We need to set up a like some cameras. cameras. That would be a smart You're idea. You're the tech right? man. Yeah. Why don't you do that? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe I should just lock my car. <laughs> well, there, there it wasn't again, locked. That is, the, Fucking, that is yeah. probably your fault. Yeah, your insurance must fault. have had a, a field day with you. Oh, you didn't lock your car, sir. Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Fuck oh, you. it's yeah. now on a recorded medium. Like I'll, like I'll claim insurance for cars against humanity. <laughs> <Why not? laughs> Anyways, we we you had okay, it. But so you, had, you had it, but you never got to play it. I've played it before. I oh, just, okay. Right. Was, I never got to play my own version of yeah, it. Yeah, right. Fair enough. You know, it's different when it's when you win the card. So, so Quiplash is very similar. You've got a um, a person who hosts the game um, using a screen that everyone can see. So it's a bit of a party game. The easiest way to play the game is to have it on at home. You buy the game on the PlayStation Network. You throw it up on your uh, TV mm. via PlayStation. Uh, and then you basically use your phone or an iPad or another computer or whatever uh, anything with a web browser as your co- individual controller. So th- the basic idea is the game asks all the part asks all the participants two questions each per round. Mm-hmm. They will throw. So let's say you've got eight people. It'll ask four. Sorry, it'll ask two people the same questions. So it'll ask. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it's actually I'm, I'm struggling to explain it well. <laughs> I'm struggling to understand. <laughs> it's an eight player game. Four questions. And then they yeah. get split between the eight people. Yeah. So, so you and I might get the same question asked, and we have to type in an answer in on our phone. Mm-hmm. Dan would get a different question with and, somebody else, and Chris might get that same question, and they answer that question. Gotcha. And so, out of eight people, there are f- um, 
No, there's, no, f- there's more than more four questions, isn't there? Yeah, no, there's, there's eight, four questions. There's two questions each, eight players, there's 16 oh, questions okay. total. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. Because um, we get two each. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's on, right, maths. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the main screen, once, once everyone's answered their questions, I think you get 90 seconds to answer your questions. Uh, on the main screen, it pops up with one of the questions that was asked and the two answers, and everyone uses their phone to vote on their favourite answer. Okay. And much hilarity and, and inappropriateness ensues. So you can put any kind of answer you want. You can yeah, type anything. You're not, you're not restricted to okay. the cards, not like the, the answer cards, like choice. Cards Against yeah. Humanity, yeah. Okay. So, um, but it also on Twitch when we were playing it, there was also an audience of people watching us play. So they could then, if there was room, if there were spaces left in the room, they could jump in. Uh, and the audience participation side of it on Twitch as well is they can actually vote in the game itself to to put extra points on to either one of the answers. Oh, yeah. So if it's a fifty fifty split between the players picking the answer they like, the audience vote will be the will, will be the decider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. It is. It is a very, very good game for Twitch. Yeah, as well. Yeah, it was. It was hilarious. Um, it was. It was great fun. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we invented a new sexual maneuver, which was the yeah, the West, uh, West Ipswich Dust Bowl. <laughs> it involved uh, Milo and some some locations on a woman we can't talk about on a podcast <laughs> for fear that we might be harassed. There was one around uh, two men and a ladder, two extra men and a ladder. I have no idea what oh, it was. That, it was wow. all it was the, Urban Dictionary. The, the, oh, right. uh, Asylum GC8, who was running it. I don't want to use his real name because I don't know if his real name's up there. Um, he was running it, but there was a comment made on one of the uh, the, the questions, and uh, he's like, "What the fuck is that?" So he jumped on Urban Dictionary, and then that uh, then. That was. Uh, I, I was going to say my snowballed answer. into another one, but that was a very inappropriate <laughs> use of that term. Uh, it gathered momentum uh, and. Continued on for the next hour or two of him going through things on. Uh, there was an uh, well, I think I mentioned the Alabama uh, tuna melt, which was the start was, of the. Yeah, that they went downhill from there. Yeah, yeah. So you don't want to Google that shit. Please don't Google <laughs> yeah, that don't, shit. Don't don't it's, do it at work. Anyone listening, if you must Google it out of curiosity, do it on a mobile phone. Do not do it at work. You will yeah, get fired. Don't do it at work. No, um, please don't. Incondito mode. Oh, space docking. That's what started That's it. That's what started I dropped, it. Yeah, I dropped yeah, some yeah, space yeah. docking into it. Yeah, the Alabama tuna melt came later on. Yeah, don't Google any of this shit. No. Do jump on Twitch and and have a look at Check out Asylum GC8. The guy's a legend. He's a very funny fucker. And he does a whole bunch of other things. So he's been playing a lot of Cuphead uh, lately, yeah. which looks awesome. And I wish I had a, a platform to be able to play it on. Have you seen that, Sui? Nope. Cuphead's done in like old original Disney 1930s animation. Okay. Um, but it's only on PC and um, Xbox. Um, but uh, the animation looks beautiful. It's been in production for ages. And they, they started to do it and then they decided um, it was all just a series of boss fights. Mm-hmm. And then they decided there needed to be something more in it. So they actually went back to the drawing board and designed more of it and went through. Apparently, it's brutally hard. Oh, really? Um, but... Um, yeah, the, the so visuals. A bit, a bit old school. Very old school, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. And we'll get into that old school video game later on too. So um, we have, and I just re-listened to um, one of the podcasts the other day too, and I say we have here in front of us almost every time I announce what beer we're drinking, but anyway. We have Six String Brewing Company, Ramstein. It's a Marzen, which is a German amber lager, uh, 5.4%. Uh, six String are from... Um, New South Wales, up towards uh, Central Coast area. Um, oh, are they that far up? No, they're not that far up. Anyway, doesn't matter. 
You're telling the story. Yeah, yeah. The, the guy, Chris and that uh, from Six Dream are awesome. So um, what are you Googling, Peter, or are you dealing with technical issues? I'm dealing with technical issues. It looks yeah. like fuck, I'm trying to get his mic louder and it doesn't seem to have worked, which is really frustrating. Anyway. <clears throat> what do you think of that, Sue? I'm going to throw you in the deep end there. Yeah, no, I like it. Oh, no, your microphone's no, not on at all anymore. Mike's fox sword. Well, doesn't matter what there I There we go. Oh, okay. Now we're back? <laughs> yeah. The volume levels. So I have I have the power to mute you. Uh, yeah, no, he's. I've made him loud because he doesn't know how to speak into a microphone. He's I'm talking into the microphone. That's better. I can actually yeah. see you. That's the yeah. first time I've been able to see you on my screen all night. My lordy. <laughs> so, what yeah, do you think of the beer? It's an amber like it. multi-German lager. Mm. Yeah. No, I like it. I mean, you know my knowledge on beers. I know that's why I threw you in the deep. It's end. fairly limited. <laughs> <clears throat> Tastes like a beer. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good start. It looks like a beer. Uh, I enjoy drinking it. Um, but it, it, it's something that I can actually probably throw back a few of. Because a lot of these craft beers... It's 5.4% in a 500ml can too. Yeah. Mm. yeah. A lot of these beers that... Uh, oh, yeah. You're going to... You, the, the one at the end there, you're going to find a challenge. Yeah. Yeah. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> no doubt. It's going to be an interesting one to get to. But... <laughs> It's a it's a nice light when I say light, not particularly light in alcohol, but nice light coloured, light bodied, mm. um, multi amber. Mm. It's I'm uh, actually getting quite a lot of yeast out of it. Yeah, it, there's a little bit in there, um, mm. but uh, there's a lot of caramelly, biscuity notes to it as yeah. well. Um, there, there is some definitely some yeast sort of esters in there as well. Um, it's good, good. Yeah, I'm enjoying that. They origi- oh, you I forget what malt. they originally brewed it for. They, you they- do get a good malt hit in the mid palate. Oh, definitely. It's a it's a good malty beer. And, I mean, there's meant to be the style of beer. It has no... Um, Preservatives? No hop Sorry. character. No hop character at all in the particular style. It's really hard to read the side of this because it's uh, in a silver can. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, rich malty aroma. Lager yeast was used. Yeah. Yeah, good. Cool story. And they, they brewed it for, I forget, I'm not even going to go into it because I can't remember the Probably Ramstein. Yeah, probably a concert. No, I forget what it was. It was last year. They did it for a specialty for like Smoke Fest or something like that. No. Not the meat and, meat and fucking meat fest? Meat fest. Was it meat fest? Meat like, fest. Yeah, I think it was. Meat stock. Meat that's stock. what it was that's called. That's what it is. I think that's what they did it for, yes. That was where we were all walking around with zero shade in 42 degree exactly. heat. Exactly. Yeah, 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 fuck that. <laughs> So um, I'm pretty sure that's what they did it for. They did it for a summer event, and uh, I think this is the uh, this is the second or third round. So uh, yeah, I'm glad they did it again. I love the love the branding with the uh, the devil goat head on it too. Mm. So. Yeah, mm. it's cool. Good, cool can. Good. So, um, ooh, sorry, that's that very noisy. Up on a microphone. Do you want any more? <laughs> sure. Um, do you want to do you want to hit a topic, Dan? No, I'm good. I got to drive. Uh, well, I think something we can all relate to, Star Wars Last Jedi trailer. Yes. I don't think we've, you know, we've probably gone a couple of episodes without talking about Star Wars, but. Yeah. Mm. Have you seen it? No. Oh, oh dude. How can you have not How seen it? How can you have not seen it? That's a blasphemy. You've got an hour train ride to work uh, every no. day. Yeah, no, I haven't seen it. It's a five, I, four I, minute trailer. Uh, I know. Uh, bubble burster. Well, we, we can fucking totally fuck up the trailer for him. You can. As yeah. punishment for not yeah. seeing it. I think, I think we need to. It I'm, was fucking I'm, epic. Yeah. And it looks like Phasma's going to be in it quite a lot. Yeah, quite, a lot, quite a lot more. Yeah, um, she goes up against Finn, um, mm. and he's using that um, baton that uh, the Stormtrooper yeah, the, went up against him in uh, Force Awakens. The falling one. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the weird um, electrified- Force uh, stuff. No, nah, no, nah, they've got a name. 
I call it the four star. <laughs> no. Um, Young Skywalker. <laughs> shit, having a mental block. Because you could use the, the, um, the blades and that in the old Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic mm. that could go up against lightsabers. And they yeah, were okay. energized of some sort. Right. Anyway. So, it looked cool. Um, it, obviously, Luke Skywalker is going to be training up. Um, what's her name? Ray. My brain doesn't function with yeah, names. What, it's just what, completely. We're having a real yeah, dick around of an episode. Sunday afternoon. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, there's obviously going to be some training involved. Um, it looked like she's being tempted to the dark side and may actually. But it, to me, it looks like a typical plot ploy where they make you believe that she's going to go to the dark side, but she's going to double cross fucking annoying pants and, and stab him at the end. Yeah, so my theory on this, and this is really going to fuck it up for you, Sui, but right at the very end of the trailer, uh, Ray uh, is talking to Kylo Ren, of, obviously after some confrontation that they've yep. had, minor confrontation, and saying uh, she wants some guidance in all of this and he puts out a hand. Well, the trailer's cut to look that way. Uh-huh. So he reaches his hand out to her as in, come with me, I'll I'll help you kind of thing. And that's what Pete's talking about, whether she's tempted to the dark side, whether he's going back towards the light side or whether it's some ploy on either or both of their behalves. Uh-huh. Or just um, a ploy on the trailer. Or a, or an edit <laughs> of the trailer, exactly. But earlier on in the trailer, you do see Ray uh, in a chamber with Snoke and yep. Snoke is torturing her, and it's in, actually in Snoke. some way. It's not the hologram, yeah, the hologram. Snoke. It's yeah, the yeah. all fucked yeah. up skin Snoke. Right, he looks and, sick. And then uh, literally, he probably is sick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Smoker. <laughs> and Kylo Ren at one stage is taking on those uh, Imperial guards as well. Yeah, which are standing around the room at that same time. So it's a very clever, clever edit of yeah. the trailer. Whether Ray's using it as a ploy to get close to Snoke. Or whether there's actually some play that either of them mm. is uh, wavering either mm. side. So, mm. but Kylo, you do see Kylo Ren smash his uh, smash his helmet at one stage. So I don't remember that. Well, he's he's Have got the, he's got the helmet in his hand uh, in in a chamber on a de- on a yep. uh, star destroyer or something. You see him punch the wall. Oh, uh, yes, but I he's did actually see got that. the helmet in his hand when he, right. so he's slamming the helmet against the wall. And then another cut later on is the helmet's all crumbled yeah, on the ground. Maybe so. he'll yeah. maybe he'll put Darth Vader's helmet on. Although we've already seen that all fucked up. Too. Yeah. So or whether or not, yeah, whether that's a, com- a conflict in him for light mm. and dark and all that. And uh, Luke's very. Conflicted about training Ray after, well, and once again, it's a clever edit of the trailer. Yeah. So, mm. from his perspective, he's only just killed his father, though. So, from he's- Kylo Ren's perspective, you know, you, the, yeah, you, we don't set we early don't have, on in the movie. Yeah, we don't have really have a time frame. But I suppose no. he's wearing that bandaid on his face. Yeah. So the, um, the moving scar yeah. that got a bit of controversy too. I don't mind yeah. it. So, moving scar. So there were, if you look at the shots, if you look at the footage. In the new Star Wars movie, mm-hmm. um, the what was it Last called? Jedi. Fucking hell! It's gonna no, not New Hope. Thought, pr- Force Awakens. Force Awakens. <laughs> Phantom Menace. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, Dan. <laughs> um, his scar, I think it was on his forehead, actually moved oh, well, throughout went, the movie. It went. Well, no, the scar was from when Ray hit him with the lightsaber at the yes, final battle. But she it moved. Sliced him up. Yes. But the, the in one shot, he, the, the scar was in one place. In another shot, they'd slightly moved the scar nah. across. And a bunch of <laughs> bunch of people on the internet had noticed, which is always a bad thing. Uh, anyway, um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. I, 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 well, I don't think we've seen the emotional f- impact on Kylo Ren after killing his father. No, we haven't. It kind of just and happened and they, they had the fight and that was the last we saw of him. For yeah. Them. 
And then mm. and then the trailer's cut to him and a him and a TIE fighter attacking uh, General Organa's command ship. Yep. Um, but whether or not, once again, that's a clever edit of the yeah. trailer, or whether that's actually going to be something that if takes he's place kill in his the mother movie, as well, yeah. and they've got to write her out at some stage. So yeah. whether or not they do it that way, is I'd it? say it's a clever edit. I know it's, it's they a know edit. everybody pulls apart their trailers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it was yeah a whole bunch. These, the, all these things are obviously happening in the same scenes, but uh, how they've edited them around and everything. Mm. Um, I like what of Luke Skywalker we've seen. Looks yeah. good. There's a few nice bits and, and pieces. Um, the Grey Jedi. It looks cool. Yeah, well, and I'm he's excited a- to explore something new about the Jedi. The Grey Jedi. Yeah. So you've got light and dark and grey. I did not know. There's, about there's the varying grey. levels. There's more than that, but there's wow. varying levels. So Qui Gon was a Grey Jedi. And that's why he wasn't on the council, because he could never quite bring himself to be agreeable with the the full order. So he's a grey Jedi. And then they class Luke as a grey Jedi because he taps into his anger to be able to fight and that everything and he like threw that. Off, he threw off or he cast aside his responsibilities as a Jedi and went into to self-imposed exile, really. And well, look, that's I guess that's a assumption. We don't know. I, hopefully, we find out. Like, how did you get on this picturesque island but that also, they're now selling holidays to? But, <laughs> how, how does he cast aside his his thing to the Jedi if uh, he they're all dead? If they're all dead, if he's the only one. <laughs> so, well, yeah, it's going to be interesting. Um, I think so. I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna pivot straight into another trailer. Did anyone see the Red Dead Redemption Two trailer? I did, but I didn't pay that much attention to it, actually, because I watched it on Facebook on my phone. Well, that'll learn you. Yeah. Looks fucking epic. Yeah. I, I watched it a little bit. I couldn't... I, I, I couldn't pl- quite get the storyline Yeah, and where it falls in yeah. and everything. And I... son. You played Red Dead, didn't you? Yes, I Suey. did. Yes. I did, but I can't remember a damn thing about it. <laughs> <laughs> Throw us a bone here, Suey. <laughs> All I remember is... Uh, yeah, I don't remember much. I'm going to throw him under the bus in a second and tell him to come up with some shit to talk about. Um, sure. Have you tried the beer? It hasn't travelled well, mm. Mm. unfortunately. It's still quite rich. You can tell that from the smell. It's got a lot of caramel notes it's in it. It's very rich, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, sorry. This is the Sam Samuel Smith Nut Brown Ale from uh, the US at uh, 5%. Mm. You've got a lot of residual sugar that mm. I can detect. Very sweet. It's very interesting. They've got uh, on the ingredients side of thing: water, malted barley, yeast, cane sugar, hops, carbon dioxide. But barley in malted barley is in bold, and it's the only word in the ingredients list that's in bold. <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I'm not quite sure what that's meant to denote, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, it's- oh, I'm still enjoying it. It's just it's not as so in America it was a lot smoother. Yep, um, it wasn't quite as bitter, and it it had a little bit more sweetness to it. Mm. So that's really what it's lost in in traveling. It's quite thin. Yeah, it's quite. It's got a quite quite a quite a thin body on it. Um, it's okay. I mean, it's what you would expect for something that's traveled half halfway across the world. Yeah, and that's maybe, really disappointing though because I was so. Looking I know you to were it. so pumped up for <laughs> it. You've been talking about it for a week. To put it in a perspective, Suey, who um, doesn't bother listening to our show because he's an asshole, uh-huh. um, and has a, an hour long train line to work. Yeah, that would, that's would, right. Yeah. Like. To work and right. from work, which right. would be an hour-long episode. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? Once, I'm, once I'm, a week. I'm here now. I mean, this is only, what, episode 20-something? 18. Uh, yeah, 18. thanks. <laughs> thanks, guys. 
Um, hey, in in our defence, we have uh, messaged you previously. Yeah, two hours before the show. <laughs> well, <laughs> um, your name's been thrown around a, f- a fair few times. So. Well, I guess we didn't even mention. So Chris is working again today. Oh yeah. So um yeah, he sends his apologies. What we're going to try and do because Chris has been working a lot over weekends recently. He's just getting smashed with work. Well, he um, works in hospitality, so yeah, he mm-hmm. goes where he's told when he's told. It's primary like, primary like times of working is. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, weekends. weekends. Um, what we might try and do sometime in the future is if, if Chris can't make an episode because he has to work, even where we get a third guest in, uh, we might try and Skype him in. So mm. we'll get him on the show for 10, 15 minutes. He'll just, you know, go into the cool room and... <laughs> and we know Chris and- is the inappropriate humour side of things. So That's right. Pete's just inappropriate. So That's also right. That's, also right. <laughs> That's what the magistrate said. <laughs> he used the word inappropriate a lot in the sentencing. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's where he's at the moment, unfortunately, yeah. and we're recording this later on a Sunday because I was away for the weekend. Mm. But yeah, Red Dead Redemption Two looks fucking epic. Mm. Um, can't tell if it's his son or his grandson. He's he shares a surname with the main character from the first one though, John Marsden. Marsden. Uh, okay. So um, well, it could be the other way. Yeah, it could be his dad or his it's, grandfather yeah, or something. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I that would be that would be my guess. It, it would go back. Well, Jack was his son. That's right, because you, you do go through that towards the end of the game. Uh, just, How do you remember this? It, just, I don't know. It's I remember just, hunting uh, the last bison and getting a, trif- <laughs> a trophy for committing genocide against yeah, the, the bison. species. Yeah. I tried to do that, and then I think that was the only one, only thing that I didn't end up doing in it, is so I, killing I got, all the bison. I got every, wow. every single-player trophy. That was the first game that frustrated me with trophies on the PlayStation Network because... It forced you to get five or six online trophies yeah, to get the platinum, yeah. and by that stage, everyone was bored of the game. Yeah, and they had enough people that were still playing it had figured out how to hack the game. So you would spawn and get shot in the head. Yeah. You'd spawn, get shot in the head. It was just Not yeah, there was no way to play it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm looking forward to it. As I've, I think I've said to you before on the show, Dan, if they just made more stories in the original game engine. I would still be fucking happy. That would be a oh, game that yeah. I would spend mm. money on. 100%. I'm amazed they never did any uh, expansion content like mm. paid DLC. Yeah. Well, I don't know what they got tied up with it after. It must have been GTA 5. Yeah. It would have been GTA Probably. 5. Yeah. 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 Oh, been. there was an expansion, wasn't there? Oh, uh, yeah. The was, Undead Nightmare. Yeah, yeah. Undead Nightmare. It was Nightmare. a small DLC. Yeah. I don't think it well, was but it was much. It was big. It was still, oh, was it? It was still a large game on its own. It. Yeah. But- it wasn't a continuation of the storyline. That's no, what I was interested in. It, it was um it was the Undead Nightmare. So yeah. he was I, I actually I never finished the Undead Nightmare, so I don't know how it played out in the end, but it was I know what it, I'm doing next weekend. <laughs> it was basically John Marsden having a nightmare and a whole bunch of oh mythological creatures uh took over the world. So instead cool. of in the northern area where you would be hunting the bears and things like that, like you're hunting Sasquatch. <laughs> uh, and yeah, cool. you, there was a little side mission that was all about the the last Sasquatch, um, and the zombies all through the world, uh, everything yeah, wow. like that. Okay. Limited limited supplies, mm. uh, so limited bullets, everything like that. Yep. Obviously, headshots count. Yep. Um, so bullet time was your friend, <laughs> um, and uh, the you had to go and uh, liberate the towns. And then, yeah, okay. and then uh, it would change to a different icon on your town if it, on those towns if they started to come overrun again. Right. Mm. So it, when they were liberated, you obviously had free roam of the yeah. town. But um, you had to maintain that. You had to maintain it to a certain amount while you were still doing the rest of the story mission. Yeah, so, wow. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah I'd play another. I'd play a continuation of the same storyline in the same game engine. Um, I'm super looking forward to Red Dead Two because it's been what it, it must be almost a decade. Uh, must be. PlayStation must be Three close. was PlayStation Three. Well, how old's PlayStation Four now? Probably three years old. Yeah, it's three years old. Three, PS, three years old. PS Three was a five year cycle, so and it wasn't a release title, but it was fairly close. It's got to be. No, Maybe it's not so it's, 10 no, years. Not no, 10, 10 no. years is too far. I six, think it's six, six or seven yeah. years, probably. <clears throat> so it's, they've come a fucking long way since then. Yeah. Yes. Um, but, I mean, it was an absolutely beautiful game. It was interesting. It was... I mean, look, anyone mm. who watched Westworld will appreciate the... Yeah. Kind of the cool factor of the shit that you can do in the in the yeah. Wild Wild West in a game like that. But, um, but it was actually a really interesting story as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. Incredible. It was yeah. more about the storytelling, which, you know, you can say the, say the same for Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. yeah, GTA Five. The storyline yeah, was really interesting. Tell, tell yeah. stories tell and stories. make make characters yeah, yeah. interesting. They, yeah. Unfortunately, they can't figure out how to make their um their online fucking massive multiplayer game interesting to us. <laughs> yeah, for for more than a couple of months. I mean, we actually, we did play that for six odd months. But yeah, and Sue yeah. was we our fourth man. Yeah, yeah, we were doing I, the um, heists. I, uh, but, I had was, fun getting run over by you guys. That was, that was good. <laughs> but but well, after waiting, hey, you gave as good as you got. By the way, <laughs> we'd finish a mission, and uh, the first thing I remember seeing you doing is throwing proximity mines on the side of everybody's cars <laughs> before running away with you giggling into your headset. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can't get away with anything guilty. with your laugh. Guilty, guilty. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, well, you know, you're about to. You've had a good run, and you're about to. You know. Hit the hay for the night. Might as well cause a bit of havoc. Oh, we, we did the same when you weren't off. there, man. It's all good. Um, <laughs> it but, wasn't necessarily the end of the night. It was after each mission. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's true. You'd be causing havoc. The while Pete was trying hour. to get back to the uh, get back <laughs> the to his apartment to start. Well, the that next was one. the thing, right? So mm. I, I don't know if we've ever really talked about it in the podcast. It must have been the first one or two episodes, if we have. But mm. but GTA Online after. On the back of the box that you bought when the game first came out, it talked about the heists. Yeah. And it took them three, two, it's either two or three years to we, actually fucking release them. We mm. never played heists on the PS3. That's right. It wasn't until we all rebought the game on PS4, PS4. that we then went into heists. And yeah. and it was only 12 months ago. And, and by that stage, so the heists had been out for a solid six to nine months by the time we started playing them. Yeah. Mm. We played four out of the five heists they included in the game. Mm. It took us a night or two of game time, so probably, what, six to 12 hours of, of sitting down in front of your console to finish a heist mm. from start to finish. Um, And it was... And it was buggy as fuck. It was. It was. We were trying to get onto servers together, and yeah, just was a starting free the, the mission was. Yeah. Everyone come to my apartment. Oh, but Suey can't get onto the <laughs> the game server that the rest of us are on. on yeah. Oh, look, Suey's finally on, but Chris has dropped off and yeah. he's been booted to another server. It's just fucking shit. That, it was uh, for a game bad. that had been out for three years yeah. to have fundamental bugs like I can't play with my mates. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, just that was bad. And he, I remember, I think you, Dan, don't slam the table. You <laughs> rage quit once or twice. I think. Oh well, it just because we just couldn't even get on the same. Oh, no, we had we, to reset the house a couple of times. Just yeah. go to the circuit box, we, turn everything off, <laughs> turn it all back on. That's what we discovered in the end. But yeah, I did yeah. because I mean, it would take us two or three hours to 
like the, yeah, in the, the same room exactly and it was that, ridiculous that yeah, was yeah. ridiculous and a yeah. couple of nights yeah I've just gone fuck it I'm gonna play something else because <laughs> I just want to play something we're all busy people so yeah. setting aside a whole night to play a video game is is For hard four enough of us. Yeah. yeah he's got children yeah. we don't have children it's <laughs> right? bad enough so, us trying to do it let alone get yeah. people in there exactly so that's what I'm saying so to coordinate four people to spend the same six hour session playing a video game mm. to spend the first two hours just trying to get in the same fucking game lobby yeah because the engine's broken. Yeah. They better sort that shit out before RDR2. Mm. Yeah, well, I mean, depends on what they do with that. But I hope they do I hope they do heist or something for that because that'd be awesome. That, yeah, Train be robberies and yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that would be cool. Yeah. Hopefully they've used GTA's on uh, online experience to kind of learn good- from their mistakes. Yeah. Well, we uh-huh. played. We did. The three of us played a few of the online co-op missions in Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, we did, and they were good. Um, but, but they were limited in scope. There was, was no t- storyline to kind of tie it. Yeah, all there was no there was no storyline there. But also the load times on that, I remember being yeah. Like epic. every time you, if you'd someone died, it wasn't like Grand Theft Auto has a Grand Theft Auto Five has a. A substantial load time if we yeah. fuck up a mission and die, but it was pretty quick yeah. to reload that point. This was this was like loading the solo game like all over again. It was a good five minute load time every time someone died. It was incredibly bad. But yeah. yeah, it was. And that yeah. would just that would just kill the momentum. It does. Yeah, it does. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it and that's when people start falling asleep at fucking midnight, and yeah, because we've all had thirty seven beers. It's just. <laughs> Might want to hold off on that one, Dan. We're what 35, 32 minutes oh, in. Okay. Don't want to smash too many beers. Okay. Um Yeah, the the trailer for Red Dead, you you see a little bit of the main character talking to the other characters that are gonna be involved, but it doesn't give you an overall layout of what is actually gonna happen in the progression of the whole thing and whether or not they're gonna do a GTA GTA five style switching between characters, which I think it'd be freaking awesome that if would they be good. Yeah. That would be good. There were so many good characters in um, Red Dead that uh, mm. if they if they had more good characters like the three main characters in GTA Five, I think it'd be great. Mm. Yeah, mm. different storylines mm. intertwine them all and have that. There's hip- so much scope in the Wild Wild West that's interesting yeah. to explore. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually surprised I haven't done an Assassin's Creed game on in the Wild Wild West yet. Yeah, I think there was talk about doing it at one stage, but I then think they, guns they, was what fucked them up. Yeah, the idea of, of building a gun engine into the game. Mm. Yeah, I mean, in the old days, in in like the you know AC two Brotherhood and those types of and Revelations, that era they were, you know, fans were asking, can you put more of the current or kind of semi future storyline into the game? Uh, so we can explore and do some some parkour around yeah. this future city, mm. and they said no because we don't want to have to worry about car car physics and yeah, all and that gun extra, physics. All that extra shit, and, yeah, and then they totally fuck sword the storyline, and no one gives a shit anymore because yeah. Desmond's dead, and they never replaced him re- with an interesting character. Yeah. There's nothing that ties the game together other than Ubisoft wanting to make money. That's the common thread. Makes sense though, because they want to make money. Sure, <laughs> do it by telling a fucking good story. That's what you're paid for, they've bitch. Got, yeah. They've got enough titles to make money on. Yeah. Well, go- I mean, to be fair, I only played the first two. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I stopped playing. After I think that. you put me onto the second one. Actually, mm. I think you put me onto both of them mm. originally. Mm. Yeah. 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 Never yeah. finished the first one without Taya, and I was obsessed with the Ezio trilogy, mm. um, and stopped after. I mean, I enjoyed Pirates. Um, which was AC4. Yeah. Black yeah. Flag. Yeah, Black yeah, Flag. Yeah. yeah, that's right. Because AC3 was the American Civil, uh, uh, Revolution. Revolution. Yeah. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and then Black Flag, and then I stopped after that. I, I played the first 10 minutes of the French one, Unity, and got bored. You love Syndicate. I, 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 need, I need to pick up a copy Man, of Syndicate. Man, it got such a bad rap, and everybody still gives it a bad rap. But I think it's just more because people didn't care by that stage. They yeah. fucked Unity up so bad. So, and, yeah. and I've got to say, as much as you didn't like Desmond and you didn't like the present-day parkour shit in the spaceship fucking thing. Yeah. No, um, it, it was pointless. It, had a, it at least had a common storyline element that linked all the games together. And I think they're missing something now because they killed it. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Anyway. Um, so just rolling straight into a good segue from Red Dead was uh, something that me and my wife Louise did over the weekend. Yesterday, we got to go to the Lithgow Small Arms Museum. I'm glad that recovered as well as it did. Yeah. yeah. It was leading somewhere. <laughs> it was our was our anniversary weekend, uh, plus both our birthdays combined. I was so wondering why he had a little we'll bounce go, in his we'll step go, earlier. Yeah, we'll go exactly. from there. Go shoot um, some guns. Yeah. Well, we didn't get to shoot any, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, <blanks>. um, <laughs> <laughs> that went dark. Fair call. Yeah. Fair call. Um, yeah, the Lithgow Small Arms Museum is the old, uh, the old gun factory in Lithgow. And uh, they've got a museum on the front part of it now. The, the factory is massive and not used anymore for anything. Yeah, okay. Um, but the museum was amazing. So Yeah, I saw some of the photos you sent through. They, they look fucking uh, incredible, and, the amount of guns in there. And mm. they, were, they were three photos of one section of three rooms yeah. kind of thing. Mm. And it was just the, the amount of rifles they had from all across the ages, all the way to the modern rifles. Um, the handgun collection was insane how many handguns there were uh, and all in such gorgeous conditions from single shot dueling muskets. Yeah, um, wow. All the, all the way through to modern uh, modern pistols, uh, all, all the way across the board, all across the country. Mm. Um, world. Just world. world oh, all across the world, sorry. Um, and just an amazing variety across the board because they had uh, water-cooled machine guns from World War wow. One or two. Um, set up so the guy that was running it used to work in the factory yep. so we were one of two people in there because we were quite early on saturday um oh, sorry we were one of two groups in there um so he was sort of walking around just chatting to people as he went uh and the stories that he his knowledge on this weaponry was <laughs> absolutely amazing and he just he talked us through a whole bunch of it he unlocked a rack of rifles so we could i could feel pick them up and feel the weight of them wow. um from that's cool early they, you can actually interact with them too yeah that's so very was, cool there was four in a rack and they were all tied up and i i actually said to him when he came into the rifle room i said uh be really interesting if they all of these had their weight on them mm. because that was kind of one of the only things they were missing on the description yeah because louise was saying to me like these these must weigh a ton. Some of them mm. live the solid wood and yeah. everything like that. And uh, there was the rack there, and I asked him, and uh, he unlocked the rack and handed me a, a bolt action rifle from World War probably two, I would say. Okay. Um, oh god, it was heavy as sin. So mm. it's interesting. I mean, you sent me a message while you were there, and I didn't get it until afterwards because I was having a nana nap, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, asking me which you know what what sniper rifle I use in Battlefield One, the video game. Mm. Um and you know and I used three and I sent you all three, uh, a long range, a me medium range, and a short range sniper. But um and you'd already left by the time I sent you back the message and you sent me a couple of photos. But I noticed in those photos you had the Martini Henry, which in the video game is a fucking well. When when the game was released, it was an overpowered single shot. Took and and I always felt it was balanced as a sniper rifle, no scope, so it's iron sights only. You've got mm -hmm. to be in their face. But if you got a body, like an upper torso or headshot, it was insta-death. Mm. 
And the, the trade-off against all these fuckers running around with spray and pray machine guns was it took a full five seconds to snap it open, you know, eject the cartridge, put a new cartridge in, and then close it again before you could line up for another shot. Mm. So it was a rifle that forced you to um, relax while people were shooting at you, take your time to aim properly and get the kill. Yeah, make it count. Mm. And so many people cried about it. There was lots of fucking mm. saltiness and they nerfed the shit out of it. So now it's a useless weapon that doesn't kill and it still takes 15 seconds to, to reload, load, yeah. right? So no one uses it. <laughs> but um, going back to your, your what you mentioned about weight, the SMLE uh, Mark II, I think it is in the video game, is, is one of the better sniper rifles. Uh, and there's a Lawrence of Arabia... Um, visual style to the to the rifle. If you pre-ordered the game, it's one of the one of the collector's edition items as well. Um, I said to you it was an SMLE. I know it as a Lee Enfield 303, which mm-hmm. most okay. people in Australia would know what a Lee Enfield mm-hmm. roughly is. It's a it's a typical World War One firearm. Yeah. It was um, the barrel was almost. You need to pass your glass. You just yeah, give him a nod. You, you're making weird motions at me. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> um, oh, that's dark. It is this, dark. Is, this is the Imperial Stout, 9, yeah. 9.7%. So yeah. just on the weight thing, um, the Lee Enfield came with a wooden stock and a wooden housing for the barrel. And so the entire rifle, other than the last two or three, oh, six, so that's two or three inches. Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, the last six inches... Um, was was exposed, but everything else was covered in wood. That's what she said. And, uh, that's right. It was covered in wood. Um, <laughs> the last six inches were exposed. Was, yeah. That's right, and, yeah. and covered yeah. in wood. In wood. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people in World War One, a lot of the soldiers cut the wood off the rifle. That would hurt. <laughs> It's okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> to get the weight down, because <laughs> this, I can't take this. <laughs> We can oh be childish God. every now and then. It's all yes, right. Yes, that's right. They they're all they circumcised their rifles. <laughs> they cut the wood surrounds to expose the barrel. How's that? Oh, um, okay. To so get the cut, weight down, they didn't cut the stock. They actually no. cut the the like the grip, the part. housing. Yeah. So well, I mean, you, if you can picture an entire rifle is pretty. You know, a traditional rifle has a butt stock made out of wood, yeah. and then the the metal housing and barrel that runs to the the end where the you know the bullets come out. Um. That was all covered in wood, practically. Yeah, yeah. Well, that, that's what this one was. It yeah. was the 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 butt to three quarters of the barrel was solid, covered in wood, solid, solid wood. wood. So that was all they cut that off. Yeah, or it was separated from the rifle somehow. Yeah. Whether or not it was originally manufactured that way, I've mm. got an original uh, World War One three hundred three that my great grandfather, I want to say great grandfather, uh, used in World War One and um managed to somehow keep, and now it's a legally registered firearm. Just for the record, um, <laughs> um, but I don't have the original but, uh, wooden stocks oh, over the yeah, top, okay. so it's been cut back. Yeah, I yeah. have the um, I have the bayonet that used to fit on yeah, the front. So sure. bayonet's really interesting. It's got a I don't know why we're talking about guns on yeah. a podcast. Went about to Red culture. Dead Redemption. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was this yeah. was my segue. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, just on Red Dead, I do have an octagonal barrel um, lever action single shot, which is I think it's a twenty two two fifty. So it's not like a big caliber, yep. heavy caliber rifle, but Old school fucking lever action. I've never fired the thing. It's covered in rust. The 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 gun is fucked. But it's cool to play with the lever action whenever you're talking about the Wild Wild West. Yeah, okay. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes, to get the weight down, they cut the wood off. Yeah, so when okay. so that, that was the first. There was four guns in the rack. There was that mm. one. There was a, a semi-automatic, like one of those German ones that they used in World War II. Mm. Um, just the submachine gun. Yep. Um, and then there was... The stripped down version of something like that. So it had 
just like a, a frame for a stock and like a frame for a grip. It was all to cut down on weight. So this was solid metal, but it was almost heavier because there was, yeah, I don't know, it was odd. Mm. Um, uh, and then the last one on the rack was the, the last version of the Australian military so they've just upgraded their rifles for their defense force. Right. And the okay. last the, the last one on the rack was, the was, Oz-Dyer. was okay, sure. Um but he the, the guy at the looks play, like a looks like a space age plastic yeah, machine yeah, yeah. gun with, yeah. yeah. So, so he was calling it a Tupperware gun. Yeah. Because yeah. The, the whole butt and everything's made of plastic. plastic. Yeah. And the clips are plastic and yep. everything too. Very thin plastic too, and, the clips and are. And extremely wow. light, no kick what so I, I Army Cadets, we fired some F eighty eight styres, which is a it's an Austrian rifle. Um it's almost exclusively plastic. The good part about it was that it's ambidextrous, meaning that you can okay. flick a switch or reconfigure the rifle and it ejects the shell from the other side. Sure. Because if you're left-handed and you're oh. shooting and it's ejecting into your face, it's it usually not good for hitting the target. <laughs> bit of a distraction, <laughs> I would imagine. Yeah. Um, but the first, I think the first round of rifles Australia got in used to melt. So yeah, if, okay. you, if you fire them yeah. for too long, the plastic... Would surrounds melt. would yeah, start melt. to melt onto the rifle. So. so the interesting thing that he was saying about that is all the mechanism is all in the butt, yes. in the plastic part, but he was saying the barrel is actually the same length as the first one that I picked up, which was the big wooden World War mm. One, World War Two rifle. Barrel's exactly the same length, but because the mechanism's in the butt, the actual rifle is much, much shorter. Yes. That's only about two-thirds of the, the original length because it's all that re-, re- Positioning of the mechanism. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, interesting, but pointless. Wow. Yeah, we're, we're not a guns show. We're um, not. We're not. We're not. I'm sure yeah. we could do a whole episode on weapons, especially if we all went there together. I think yeah, it would be yeah. super interesting. But, but the irony is, right, the only reason why any of us are really at all interested in guns for the most part would be because we play so many video oh, games. Definitely, yeah. That, yeah. And, and so many video games these days make a point of being historically accurate insofar as still creating a game that's fun to play. And yeah, sound yeah. and kick and yeah. reload times yeah. and everything like that. So. Bullet physics <laughs> and, yeah, and exactly. the yeah. Coriolis effect is built into most of the sniper rifles in games that in we the, play. In the, in the mm. war games, yeah, definitely. That's the spinning of the earth affecting the, the bullet trajectory. Mm. I thought the <laughs> earth was flat. <laughs> oh, you're one of those. Get off the show. This beer is really interesting. So it this is. is Big Shed and Doctor's Orders, Doctor Shed Love. Uh, this is this year's edition? Yes, uh, yep. it is. So 9.4% Imperial Carrot Stout. Uh, every year they do something with uh, some form of vegetable in it. I think last year was the yams, I want to say. That I'm sounds thinking. right. Yams. He did mention it on our... When he sat down to... Uh, for the World 8 premiere yeah. um, on the podcast. He did talk about that one. I don't, oh, okay. I think it was Yams. Well, he, he uh, last year's one, I think he might have even bought me some of these mm. uh, at some stage, but I, I, I get one of these every year. So it's Surprisingly it's sweet. Yeah, it's got it's got a bit of a bit of a back sweetness to it there, definitely. But it's got a nice roasty character. It's it is boozy, imp- but that booze isn't overpowering. Yeah, it is very much an imperial stout. Yeah. Sui, um, thoughts? Have you ever had a beer this strong? No. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big jump. <laughs> it is. It is, actually. So uh, it would be it. almost double what you would normally drink because Absolutely. if you're usually drinking standard beers at four, 4.8 to 5%, yeah, that's right. um, this is 9.4%. So oh, it's wow. A, it's mm. a big jump. Mm. It is a big jump. Yeah, um, it's I'm very getting, punchy. I'm getting a lot of malt characters yeah, out of it. Yeah, a lot of, lot of roasty malt. It's probably the roast isn't overpower anything, but there's a mm. lot of malt character there. There's definitely a good good whack of uh, roast there as well. Mm. 
Um, but the good level of sweetness that booze is fantastic. It's beautiful, beautiful little sitter, and it's fantastic that we actually left it this long too because I've had it on the table today, not yeah. in the uh, not in the ice bag, so it's warmed up mm. significantly to um to, to a good aroma. level. Yeah, yeah, to a I'm really a good of, level. Getting a lot of coffee aroma out yeah. of it, which you expect out of Imperial yeah, Stout with the yeah, mold, definitely. Um, yeah, hundred percent. But uh, yeah, I'm impressed by the balance between the residual sugar and the um and the alcohol. And I think there is a bit of earthiness there too from the carrots. Mm. So mm. I'm not getting much carrot. I wouldn't say carrot as itself. That I think it's more leaning towards that earth. Yeah. That that I don't want to say dirt because it's not dirt, but that that real earth tone. If you eat a carrot, if you peel a carrot and just eat the skin, yeah, yeah, yeah. more more that sort of character than um than like a carrot character itself. So, That's no, enjoyable. Good. Yeah, man, I, like I, that. I love them every year. I think they're I think they're great. And I actually picked that up because Doc mentioned. Um, actually, I I did a little bit of research just before the World Eight Tour in case I got to have a, a chance to talk to Doc. Um, so I read up on that. And I was really interested to try that. The nucleus is the other one that. So that was the, his winter release from memory. There goes some dogs in the background. The Indy, Indy's going off at something really <laughs> badly. Okay, we better, we better go say good day in a minute. Um, uh, yeah, so I I tried nucleus as well, and I've decided. Not because of the beer. I've just every every Belgian yeast based beer I don't enjoy. Yeah, you, you just, sent me that message. <laughs> I, I struggle through it. Now, it's, in fairness, what? I was eating fish at the time, right? And I I, I got a it changed the flavor of the fish, and I don't I don't like fish, so I I hate fish. Mm-hmm. I tell most people I'm allergic to it. Well, I am actually allergic to a lot of seafood, but why not were you fish. eating it then? Yeah, because it's healthy, and the wife convinced me to because she loves fish. Anyway, the things right. you do for your women. Yeah. Because, um, yeah, anyway. Um, well, there's a child here too. Oh. One child or several? Mm, one or two? Not sure. <laughs> do I count Mick as a child? <laughs> you, you, most yes, definitely. You definitely 100%, do. 100%. <laughs> 100%. Yeah. Anyway. Just because he has children doesn't mean he's grown up exactly. as well. I know that feeling. <laughs> so don't eat, um, don't drink Belgian Belgian yeast-based beer while having fish. Right. It just... It just strengthens the fishiness so is of it fish. Just the fact that you were eating something that didn't meld right no, with as it. As soon as I realized what was going on, I stopped eating. <laughs> oh, sorry, I stopped drinking. Finished my dinner. Went back to the beer. Really struggled. Yeah. I I could pick apart the flavors. I could review the beer if I was, you know, if if we were having it here, mm. I, because I got a lot of uh, oatmeal character out of it a couple of minutes afterwards, which I found interesting. It it didn't hit me at all while I was drinking the beer, but a couple of minutes later. I was outside having a cigarette, cleansed the palate with some water, and I could get a lot of oatmeal. Mm. Um, so I found it interesting as a beer to deconstruct, but not one that I'd enjoy just drinking socially. Mm. Just Belgian mm. yeast. Yeah. That was the problem. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, bit random. <laughs> so the the thing I wanted to the topic I wanted to throw Suey in the deep end for was uh, what? <laughs> We've just, for brewing side of things, we've just done a retro gaming beer doing our uh, our Super Mario-themed uh, raspberry and peach sour. Mm. Uh, we're just about to do something more retro gaming, uh, which we'll probably talk about in a couple of weeks. Um, but uh, you've you set up, I know Chris wanted to talk about this, but he's not here, so I'm going to get the opportunity to do it. Okay. You set up your arcade machine many, many, many years ago. Yes. With lots of retro games on there. Yes, this is true. This is true. This was a little side thing that I put together probably oh, six years ago, maybe six, six or seven years no, ago. Well, how old is Dylan? Was it My, this before Dylan? No, he was around. 
was around. It yeah. was my escape to get away from him. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then you went and had two more. That'll yeah. learn you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it would have been about six or seven years ago. Yeah. And um, yeah, no, that was a fun thing to do. It really was. Um, I'm not much of the hands-on-y woodworky type, so I got the... The whole. Um, so you got the pre made cabinet because yeah. I remembered I was over there one day when you had it all laid out on the garage floor <laughs> yeah. for, uh, for painting. Yeah, that's right. That's right. I, uh, there was a place in, um, in Perth, I think it was, Western Australia, that yeah. had uh, flat packs. So you just choose your one you wanted and designs and cutouts, and they could do custom designs and different positions on where where the um the buttons and the joysticks were and all that sort of stuff and um, and it had different cutouts in the body of it to put different colored lights and all that sort of yeah yeah did you, it's been a long time since i've been over there but you've got something in the front bottom panel cutout mm, yeah yeah there's a there's a skull and crossbones mm. um in the bottom panel tell me um, it's backlit uh, the lights of the computer on the inside light okay. it up a bit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was planning on putting lights on it. Yeah. Um, but, but, uh, Children took over. Exactly. Yeah. Let yeah, alone, yeah. Life, life took over. But then you put a whole bunch of emulators on a PC and. Yeah. Yeah. It's just got like a little PC on the inside and, um, uh, uh an application that just sort of runs, um, arcade machine emulations, uh, MAME. And, um, it's actually quite interesting because you can actually have that that front end application and it can actually play um, and launch any kind of emulator. So it doesn't have to be restricted to arcade machines. You can have. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know. So I used MAME to play the original um, Sid Meier's Pirates, which is one of the first pirate, oh, okay. pirate yeah, yeah, based yeah. games, yep. top down. Very cool. I used to play it when I was a mm. kid and never understood what the fuck I was doing. <laughs> played it again three or four years ago and, and finished the game, and it was like that's the best game I've ever fucking played. <laughs> it's like you know, it's two hundred years old and the graphics are a piece of shit, yeah, but it's yeah. brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, no, yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, it's just set up for arcade machines at the, uh, games at the moment. But yeah, you can you can do Nintendo and playstation yeah so the emulator so on the inside you've got just the case you've got a standard pc with a you've got a flat screen in there don't you yeah i put a uh the uh i think it was a 24 23 inch yeah flat, flat screen, screen in there. yeah but but the, the the software itself can can put those scan lines in that's there. right and you remembered there well, was yeah. something cool. that yeah, you, yeah, yeah. you would i remember you'd saying that there was some way to get that uh cathode ray mm, uh, mm. emulated yeah, sort absolutely. of screen to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just give it the authentic experience. Oh yeah. So yeah. what games do you have on it? Oh, there's probably name them all. Mm, there's Go like A to Z. There's like 200 in there. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's, what games do you fucking play on? Yeah. Thing? Well, the one of the main games that I wanted to play on there was Bubble Bubble. Yeah, oh, and you and, you and Kelvin <laughs> yeah, I love on it. Bubble Bubble. Every time we have like one of Suey's kids' birthdays or one of his birthdays or something like that, yeah. you got to peel him and Kelvin off it from bu- bloody Bubble Bubble <laughs> yeah. the whole time. Yeah, that was like the game of our childhood, man. Like, excellent game. And then, then uh, there's like Snow Brothers. Snow Brothers was an awesome mm-hmm. yeah, game okay. as well. Yeah, that one was really good. Um, I got all the like Street Fighters and yeah, cause the original Street Fighter Two would be awesome to yeah. go back and play now. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Before they overcomplicated the fuck out of Capcom. Yeah, it got really confusing. Four hundred characters, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and and all the side scrollers, the Ninja Turtle side scrollers, yeah, the, yeah. the Marvels, beat 'em ups, yeah, yeah side scrolling yeah. beat 'em ups. Um, fuck, what else we played? Teenage that, Mutant that, Ninja Turtles. That, yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah. That fucking Olympic game. Mm. What's that? What's that? Oh, <laughs> there was a weird Japanese. Do you have international karate? Uh, 
Oh, was it an arcade game? It, no, I think it was like a Commodore 64 game. It was game originally a Commodore 64 yeah. game, but you could certainly play it on coin-op arcades. I've played it yeah, on, okay. on okay. coin-op. Yeah, yeah. uh, no, I used to fucking love that game. <laughs> Sorry, carry on. Jeez, <laughs> um, this is really going back to our childhood, though. It is. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Well, retro gaming, well, what... what 1989, we've done a lot of stuff with a 1989 bar. In, it's an arcade bar or mm-hmm. arcade bar cafe kitchen in Newtown. Mm-hmm. We've done a lot of stuff with uh, with them lately for brewing. Mm. Um, I want to get him on the show too. Oh, we definitely will. We definitely will at some stage when we can all sort it all sorted mm. out. Well, he lives in Newtown, so we might I'll, have to make I'll a trip it out that way. 1989. Yeah. Easy. Um, mm. He's got uh, he's got those side scrollers. So Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. He's mm. got Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, which is the one that I played the most of because yeah. they weren't because it was they weren't it was allowed a copyright to, issue with was Konami. It copyright or it was a it was a ratings thing. You couldn't yeah. call them ninjas because of the connotations with violence. So right. they had to be Hero Turtles in in some countries. So that wow. was. That was what the arcade Chris knows was. the full story. He does, definitely. So he'll be able to correct us on that. Um, they've, he's got um, Point Blank 2, <laughs> which is awesome fun. Yeah. It's great fun. Um, he's got original Mortal Kombat, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, I think. Yeah, I think it was Turbo. Um, Golden Axe. And these are all yeah. separate They're proper ops. original. Yeah, yeah. Wow. proper original coin-op uh, machines. Um, the, was it Wonder Boy? There was a Ghosts. Oh, that's oh, he's got Ghosts and Goblins in the main, right in the main bar. Original Ghosts and Goblins in the main bar. Last time I was um, there. And uh, one of the ones he's extremely proud of, which is awesome, is a which I spend my, my time there is split between the original Space Invaders, which mm. he, he yeah. went to Newcastle to pick up, <laughs> and Point Blank too. But the original Space Invaders, it's like a uh, it's one of those reflected screens. Yeah, yeah. So the screens down but it then it reflects up so it looks like a hologram on the oh, uh, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. backdrop yeah. awesome like original space invaders or space invaders 2 or something like that great great retro game to play it's freaking awesome so no i suppose <laughs> these days if you built your own cabinet you'd be using something like a raspberry raspberry pi god how many beers have we had you'd be using <laughs> well we probably should talk about this last one while yeah. you get got it here while we all We'll come back to the Raspberry Pi. Um, the <laughs> whatever the Wild Beer Company. Where are they from, Pete? Uh, Sydney in um, Marrickville. From memory, I don't know. I, I heard I heard the boys um, from Sessionable uh, talking to the owner of the Wild Beer Company, and he was talking about how he had no. You're talking about Wildflower. I am talking about yes. fucking so wild the wild wild beer wild, <laughs> wild beer company is Cut him in, off. from the Cut him UK. Off. <laughs> <laughs> we are drinking. It says lagered in foundry. Foundry spelt with an e, so F O U D R E. So it's a place. No fucking idea. Lagered in foundry and Brettanomyces. We obviously know what Brettanomyces is. But um, ironically, I'm not actually getting too there's much not Brett. Brett. No, so Brett Brett is a bacteria. Right, bacteria. Yeah, single cell organism, um, and it gives off in beers like. Wet, you ever smelled a wet sheep? It Have I ever smelled smell a wet a sheep. wet sheep? I recommend you do. It's a fantastic smell. <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of funk that Brettanomyces gives. Right. Horse blanket farmyard right. lanolin okay. oil with you. With so you. If, yeah. you go, if you go and buy a duck down, um, a, a duck down duna uh-huh. or duvet, depending on which country you come duvet. from, yeah. Um, You'll smell it. Okay. It's, it's got a very distinctive farmyard smell. It's uh-huh. 
lanolin oil. And that's what Brett gives. Right. And you use Brett to a lot of French ciders and that have the Brettanomyces in them. They have that funky barnyardy mm. kind of character to them. Um, unfortunately, I mean, that says it is. I mean, it's a nice beer. Mm. It's like a nice pale ale, but it's- It's it, the, the wild beer called Kronos. Kronos, yes. I um, picked it up because I love Kronos. Yeah. As a, as a Titan, anyway. Um, oh, on Greek mythology, sorry, <laughs> it's, go, it is banter. Uh, here we go, go off on a spiderweb. We went to Janolan Caves last night yep. and we did the off the track tour. So mm-hmm. we started our tour at eight o'clock at night mm-hmm. when the caves are shut down for the day. Yep. And they take you in and they unlock other caves where you don't normally go and everything like that. So yeah. we went into this, we were all wearing hard hats and. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we went into a, one of the chambers that has been shut down for five or six years. And we were the first yeah. people in five or six years to be in there. They'd had a wiring problem. Um, so they, they dug up all the wires because the, the wires all run in the concrete paths that they've yeah, built yeah. through the place to light the chambers. Yep. They had a problem with the wiring, so they dug up all the wiring in the, um, in the paths to find out where the problem was. And then once they'd done that, they realized they didn't have enough money to then go and fix it all and to open the chamber again. So it's been closed off for five or six years. Huh. No one's been in there. Because we were going in under torchlight, that we were allowed in there. Yeah. So. He took us in there, and one of the chambers you go into is called the Lake of Cerberus because they call the the nine-kilometer river system that runs underneath the uh, through Janolan Caves the River Styx, mm. which in Greek mythology is the river that Chiron takes you across to- Take you to the underworld. Take you to the underworld. Of course. And then Cerberus is the three-headed dog that um, guards the gate to Hades. The underworld. Keep, Hell. Keep, keeping, keeping you keeping yeah, here. Yep. I'm following. So- we got to the Lake of Cerberus, beautiful, big, 20-meter, no, not, not 20-meter deep, that was further on, but there, it, was, it was at least five or five meters deep, this, this lake, yeah, okay. and it was quite big. It was probably five or six meters across and 10, 15, 20 meters wide kind of thing. And then there's a rock structure on the other side of, from where the pathway is. He went, the guide went all the way to the far end of the walkway and shone a torch back and showed us why it was called the Lake of Cerberus. It's got a rock formation that when a sh- torch is shone on it from a certain angle, it looks like a dog head. Right. And then the water is crystal clear. Mm-hmm. So the reflection of the other head looking up is the second head. And then the perfect angle that he got the torch on had the shadow as, as third the head. third head. Fucking and it was cool. this beautiful equal, because uh, the, the, the water was so clear, it was mm. this beautifully reflected dog's head. The, the rock formation dog head and then the shadow was just, it was yeah, absolutely yeah. perfect. It wasn't three formations that you kind of go, well, yeah, maybe that's three heads of something. It yep. was a reflection and a shadow of the same formation. Yeah, yeah. And it was, it was fantastic. It looked wow. like this vicious pit bull with its <laughs> mouth open. It was, it was a great formation and an absolute perfect name for the whole channel. That's fucking cool. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. So that's cool. if anybody gets a chance, Janolan Caves off the track tour and, Beg them to take you into the Cerberus Lake. Mm. It's I've got to say, awesome. Janolan is the place that I have felt. I've never felt more scared for my life than <laughs> at Janolan Caves. In the caves, yeah, in the it's caves. Just so dead quiet. And- no, 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 no. I, I, so it, it's got to be fifteen years ago now. So my, mm. my first serious girlfriend living with her, we went to Janolan Caves. I've always been a fat. <laughs> there's just nothing I, you know, it's, I've. I've lost weight, I've put it back on, I've lost weight, I've put it back on. I think it's all the fucking Mars bars. I don't know what it is, but 
Maybe it's all the and beer. These, you're these days, drink. it's all the fucking beer we drink. <laughs> That's right. Um, and I've got to say, you drink a shitload of beer these days because uh, <laughs> every time we jump on and play a game or something, you've gone like, "What am I going to go to the fridge and drink tonight?" <laughs> yeah, I've yeah. Well, actually, in fairness, last night was sorry. The other night with Asylum GC8 was the first time I've sat down and drank beers for a while outside of the podcast. But yeah, yeah. I think I got through two of your golden owls that were at least a month oh, expired. Oh, God, man. Which yeah. weren't too bad considering it's they were- so old. They we were, don't even make it they anymore. They were 13 months old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I had a- Actually, flesh wound. So I picked up two new flesh wounds from- oh, yeah, yeah. From um, uh, the Big batch. Cartel. It's the and it's, it's now 13 months old. Yeah. Um, or 14 <laughs> months old. It was still good. I was. It was the last beer of the night, so I maybe it wouldn't be so good if I tried it first. But, but that that sort of beer, I mean, I those- love flesh wound. It's my favorite <laughs> beer in the whole wide world. It, okay. Flesh wound. Doctor's orders flesh wound. It's a stone beer. So if you'd listen to the podcast, we've talked about this before. Ah. <laughs> Ouch. Uh, superheated rocks into the brew, which caramelizes the sugars and things like that. Right. So he superheated rocks, volcanic rocks, in a cut-down keg yeah. uh, and then put them, lowered them with the forklift through the top of the kettle into the, the wort, which is the sugary liquid. No kidding. Um, and the direct heat on that caramelizes it all. Yeah. And Flesh Wound is like a quite malty and then caramelly kind of mm. beer because of that sort mm. of character. Mm. But that is something that, that's a style of beer that will last longer. And it's like 7% or something too, isn't it? Uh, yes. Yeah. So, I mean, it's that's- 2.1 standard drinks in the bottle from memory, although it is a long neck. Yeah. Okay. It's so it's it's that. I mean, all of that's going to lead to yeah. its longevity. So back mm. then, I was a fat guy because not because of beer, but because I ate Mars bars or <laughs> whatever. Anyway, we went. Excuse me. We went on a proper cave tour, meaning, um, you know, hard hats and the the lights on yeah, your helmet yeah. and the fucking jumpsuit. We abseiled down the oh, eye. That's the adventurous one. Yeah. yeah. So we abseiled down the eye. And you, I mean, in in five minutes after you abseil down, you go into the first chamber, and he said, "Right, most of you will never have experienced true darkness. Mm. You know, there's always some sort of, no matter how dark your house is, there's always light bleeding from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Usually an LCD on a on a fucking stereo or something. Yeah. So we turned the lights well, even, off, and it even was, once, even if it's a cloudy night, you still yeah. get bleed through the clouds from yeah, the moon. From the moon. And, yeah. So he turned all the lights off. And it's fucking pitch black. I loved it. Anyway, yeah. so I, I, I won't extend this story for too long, but there's one point during the- And you are properly crawling through cave systems. Mm. There's not- You don't just walk. You yeah, yeah. you have to get on your hands and knees and you go down these tiny little holes. You can still do that tour. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I couldn't still do that tour, Dan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit bigger than I was back then. Anyway, there's a point- They call it the S-Bend. It's like a whole plumbing fucking naming system for this area, but there was an S bend. All I see is the uh, is you getting stuck and the cartoon me coming up with a plunger. And- <laughs> well, there was no one plunging, but that's exactly what happened, right? So, so the S bend is you're you're crawling on hands and feet. It drops down maybe a meter, meter and a half. It wasn't a big drop, but it was enough that it was awkward, and then it goes straight into a flat part and then back up again. So did you go feet first? No, you go head first. You go head first and then go down the drop yes. on your stomach. Yes. Okay. And then crawl under the kind of the ledge in the middle and then and then you have to go back up. Now, the, the going back up's fine, but I got stuck in the middle. Oh. No, I got down the drop oh. and started to snake my way into the, the center of the, the S-Bend yeah, yeah. and got stuck. And I actually had my girlfriend at the time have to push my feet while someone pulled my arms. It was a... 
horrendous. Like, I'm not a claustrophobic person normally, right? Yeah, but when you're stuck, like, 80 metres underground, uh, wedged yeah, in a cave. Oh, I was scared shitless. That would be, yeah, yeah. Um, that and when I, was a, when I was a very young kid, I would have been seven or eight. So, we used to have a stormwater drain running from the street down the hill of our property, and it would have been a 250-metre 200, run to kind of a manhole cover, and then it just went out into the, into the creek. Mm. Uh, we used to climb from the street through the stormwater drain and the drain itself is probably i don't know 50 centimeters wide max in yeah. in diameter Big egg. we used to yeah we Big. used to crawl down that as six seven eight year olds mm. until you got to the man cover and climb up the stairs and come out but there was i i didn't realize but three quarters of the way down almost towards the end there'd been a cave in ah uh. so i've mm. got i had to shuffle backwards Maybe a hundred meters. That's up, a up a hill. Hundred, hundred and fifty meters up a hill. That was a fucking similarly scary experience. And I actually think it triggered that memory. Yeah, <laughs> when you were stuck under That was my Janolan Cave story. Wow. Awesome. <laughs> anyway, back to the beer. I'm not getting a lot of bread out of it. No, I don't get. I actually don't get any bread out of it. Mm. Um, but on saying that, and we were we were playing Divinity the other night. Um, we were when I, when I had that three ravens, um, sourdough. Yep. Ale. Okay. I want to say sourdough something. Um, it was Brett heavy and mm. it was fucking beautiful. I'm disappointed. I've actually got, I mean, I'm not disappointed, but I've got three wild beer company beers thinking they were wildflower. Because mm. oh, I've no, been really, really keen. I, I don't know why I didn't make that connection. I've been really keen to check out Wildfire ever since I heard yeah, about it on Sessionable. Okay, you mentioned it. You you mentioned Wild Beer Company to me the other night. And I'm like, yeah, okay, right here. I haven't. I haven't heard of them. I don't know quite why you're so excited about it. Okay, because <laughs> I was thinking of wildflower. wildflower. Okay, so, so you know, most most beers will use a controlled yeast. Mm. Uh, Dan can tell you all about it. I assume they probably come in sachets. Um, yeah, they. It depends. I mean, dried yeast comes in yeah packets, uh, yep. but you can get liquid yeast as well. Sure, mm. but it's a it's a it's a uh, it's a monoculture. Am I writing saying that? So yeah. it's a it's a single strain of yeast. That you drop into beer to turn the uh, starchy sugars into alcohol, which mm. is what and and carbon dioxide is a byproduct, which is why beer is carbon dioxide. Yeah. Um, wild beer company. I'm assuming which is why they're called wild beer company. Certainly, Wildflower have gone and created their own yeast culture, and it's it's not a it's a poly. Uh, what's the opposite of monoculture? Is it a polyculture? Would be yeah. So it's a it's multiple strains of yeast that he's literally gone to botanic gardens stuck a stick in some stuff and collected wild yeast and then refined it to a yeast that he's happy with the flavour properties. Right. So this is coming out next Monday, isn't it? Uh, next, yeah, next Sunday. Yes. So which will be the first weekend of Sydney Beer Week. Yes. So right. Wildflower for Sydney Beer Week have done a totally New South Wales ingredients beer. Okay. So he's created and cultured a yeast from a wild yeast from New South Wales. Do you uh, know the head brewer? Uh, no. Okay. No, uh, Tom, my my brewer knows him. Right. Um, yeah, he's created uh, he's created that. I forget where they're launching it, but they're they're doing an event on uh, okay. during Sydney Craft Beer Week. So if anybody listens to this and are interested in that, I mean the beer guys that listen to us probably already know anyway. Um, but yeah, that that'd be that'd be something interesting and something that I'm gonna try and get my hands on. Yeah. I wouldn't mind heading to that 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 little launch party. We're at yeah. um no 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 we're at an hour eleven, so we're pretty much out of time. 
Do we have a last topic to take us away? I don't have a topic. <laughs> so oh, I didn't know that was a mandatory thing. So, so here and what was the last entire movie you watched? The last entire movie. And not a kid's movie. <laughs> yep. Can't answer that then. <laughs> <laughs> Poker just doesn't count. Uh, what do your kids watch? Uh, Movie-wise. Movie-wise, the current favourite is Smurfs. Oh, I think okay. Smurfs yeah. movie. Yeah. That was that was a good laugh. Yeah, that was good fun. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think you would watch that. Why would you watch something like that? Yeah. yeah. Um Smurfs, you know, Despicable Me, that sort yeah, of stuff. I actually we watched Despicable yeah. Me three the other night. Yeah. yeah. I've yeah. seen the first one. I really enjoyed it. I've been meaning to catch the other two. Well the mm. Despicable Me three bad guy is uh Trey Parker. The guy from yes, yep. yeah, from South Park, South Park, yeah, and he plays a grown-up '80s child TV star, yeah. So who's never let go of the persona from his '80s from his, yeah, 80s. From his '80s TV yeah, show. Yeah. So all his weaponry are all like exploding Rubik's cubes <laughs> and uh, yo-yos and yo-yos. Yeah, and yeah. he wears the uh, the purple uh, vinyl suit with the sleeves pushed yeah. up, yeah. And shoulder pads, <laughs> shoulder pads <laughs> with the well, uh, hand room style, the um the flat top mullet. Yeah, yep. <laughs> is his uh, is his thing. So very Max Headroom. I don't know who Max Headroom anyway, is. Never okay. mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was great. Yeah, yeah, he was definitely. A, he was oh, funny as hell. He was really good. Um, yeah, yeah. Louise was absolutely wetting herself in the first scene when yeah. they, because Gru is part of the uh, the the agency that's hunting down all the supervillains at mm. the, the start of it. Mm. Um, and so he's the the first opening scene is him going up trying to catch this guy from the eighties. Yep. And one of his big thing is bubble gum that he chews on and then throws, and it uh, it like expands exponentially and just keeps going basically. Okay. Um, and that's one of his things, and he's stealing mm. airships or planes <laughs> or helicopters. Oh, I forget what he's stealing a that gem. for. I think a gem, a but how do they end up in the float? I can't remember. But, but the, the good thing is about that, about a lot of the movies actually nowadays is, uh, those animated movies is they are for children, but they put a lot of content in there for the parents. Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, you we, know, like we which children a, would not know what a lot of sexual oh, connotations oh, in some of the shit that <laughs> yeah, I've seen. Yeah, isn't some it? Of it, yeah, yeah. Like if you can read between the lines, there's quite a lot yeah, of definitely. innuendo in there. But yeah. that that whole Despicable Me three, that's an extremely good point. That yeah. whole was focused at people our age yeah. because we've got kids. We don't personally. You have kids. Yeah, yeah. That are of the age where they want to watch something fun like that, but then they throw that in there and it the absolutely relates yeah. to, Definitely. to it us. easily makes it Very a- intelligent when you think about it. They're marketing to- Super great yeah. marketing, Understanding yeah. how old parents will- you know, the average parent will be these days and then mm. throwing back to that, that mm. era. Yeah. It's yeah. very smart. That's why Stranger Things have been so fucking successful. Yeah. Because yeah. it's all very much our generation, right? Yeah. The, the mid-30-year-old- yeah, um, that's you know I know the, net, the Netflix generation. Yeah, yeah. pretty much because it's certainly not pitched at fucking kids. That no, thing would scare yeah. the fuck out of a six-year-old. It probably yeah. would. Um, I just need to <laughs> before we close, I I need to talk about something that I had planned to talk about and completely forgot. Um, and I wanted to ask you a question on the show. Green Beacon Brewing. So I, I was up in Brisbane oh, yeah, for work Green a couple Beacon. of weeks yep. ago. Went to Green Beacon Brewing for a, a night out. It got fucking wild <laughs> later on, but we had a lot of beers at Green Beacon. So I tried three bolts pale. Awesome. Uh, there was a Saison du Belize. Um, I'm not a big fan of Saisons. I know it's a it's a it's no. an interesting spicy beer. It's it's different, but it's I'm not a huge fan. But that that goes back to your comment earlier about not liking Belgian yeast beers. Yeah, is most Australians aren't. That's why I always said to you when yeah. you sent me that message. Australians mm. don't like wheat beers. They don't like Saisons, and the Belgian beers don't hit big marks either. Yeah. 
because we just I don't know our culture just doesn't isn't geared towards those yeast flavor driven beers. Yeah, it's, yeast. Just, it's just not. Yeah, um, unfortunately, because some of them are fantastic beers. My favorite on the night was the Seven Bells Goza. Um, it was. I don't remember the um the I think it was a strawberry goza. Oh, okay, right, I yeah. want to say, or it might have been a peach goza. It, I, it reminded me of of World Eight. Okay, it, it made me think of World Eight. It didn't taste anything like it. Yeah, but, um, really, really well put together goza. Yeah. Very, very well balanced. Uh, the penny porter was exactly what I expected out of a porter. Lots of really dark chocolatey and and coffee notes. But the question I had for you, they had a barrel aged Belgian brown. Yep. So I expected. A Belgian yeast forward, but heavy malts being a brown. Yeah, it was sour. You soured from the barrel. It it, it was it's it tasted like a goza sour. Yeah, like it was really fucking sour. Yeah, so that, I mean, if you don't, if you don't, if that's the style of barrel aging you want to go for, I mean, that's what you do. I mean, you that's yeah, what okay. that's what barrels do, especially depending on what sort of barrel it was, if it was a wine or something like that. I mean, It can, didn't specify. You can sanitize the fuck out of a barrel so you don't get any yeah. any wild ferment or any secondary fermentation from what happened in there previously. Well, and actually, then, I was reading about that. There's a lot of people talk about it being over beechwood, but in reality, they're adding some beechwood slats that have been so, so well cleaned that all it's really doing is giving yeast something to grow on. Yeah, anyway. potentially. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, we, we've done barrel stuff. <laughs> We've done barrel stuff for people before where they haven't wanted sourness. They haven't wanted wild ferment stuff. Yeah, so okay. we have soaked this thing in caustic to, and I mean, this strips a lot of shit that's been in there, Yeah. but then heated it with like 100 degree or just under 100 degree, not boiling, but mm. 95, 96 degree water two or three times to completely sanitize to the entire it, barrel yeah, yeah. because all they want to bleed through is wood character yep. and whatever. So say if it's a port or uh, uh, say um, say on a um, Shiraz or something like yep. that, you're getting that red wine sort of character coming yeah, through, yes. but you're not getting any of that sour wild ferment stuff come through. So, so that's from the wild ferment. Is that where the sourness comes yeah, from? Yeah, it comes from the barrel. Interacting with the barrel. It's coming from whatever funky shit's grown in the barrel. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was not enjoyable for me. I, yeah. I really didn't like it because, and, and I, in fairness to the beer, I'm sure it was just as well. Cr- I mean, I tried seven or eight Green Beacon Brewing beers on the night and I loved six of them. Yeah. Um, this was the only one that I didn't like. So maybe it was just I walked in with expectations of a, you know, a strong malt character because it was a brown ale and then, and you know, if- a Belgian yeast forward brown ale and I got yeah. a fucking sour. Yeah. Mm. It, just, it was just really weird. Yeah, so it just goes down to what and they it was were aiming for. Really light mouthfeel. I yeah. mean, I, well, it will because that wild yeast will consume sugars, yep. different chain sugars that normal brewers yeast won't. Yeah, okay. So those extra bacterias and other wild yeast will continue uh, eat complex sugars. Yeah, there'll be different proteins in it for the head and the, it, the, it, the it, thickness it, of the beer. It, the and whole the thing would be yeah. yeah. So the whole thing would be changed up. So it just it's just a matter of what people go for. Yeah, so cool. When they're when they're doing barrel aged uh, stuff. Yeah. Look, I'm I'm I think I'm up in Brisbane again in a couple of days' time. So hopefully we get to go again, and I'll try it again without those same expectations. Because as I said, I enjoyed the fuck out of the other. And seven try it, and try it if you had it last. Try it first this time, yeah. mm. and then see what your see what your fresh palate expectation yeah. of it is going in like that. So yeah, but um, great place, and I, I encourage anyone up in Brisbane to go check it out. It's in the valley. It's yeah, quite close to Netherworld, where I know Bounty Hunter Brewing beer is from time to time when they don't run out. Yes, they're currently running their monster. Uh, their their oh, that was a weird noise. Hmm. Um, 
the that current, wasn't a burp. That was some that sort was, of vibration. That was vibration that was from the uh, microphone. Um, <laughs> they are currently running their October Monster Mash yeah, um, okay. beers. So um, we probably have the sour on there like December or something like yeah, that. Yeah, cool. Cool. Um, but yeah, go check out Green Beacon Brewing. They make some fucking awesome brews. I highly recommend the Seven Bells Gozer if you're up for a, a solid sour. Anyway. Cool. Thanks, Suey. Thanks, Suey. Thanks, Thanks back guys, on. for inviting me. Bring some great. topics next time. Yeah, yeah well, I was going to say, we'll, 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 we'll get you back prepared. on the show, and <laughs> I encourage you to listen to at least one episode that you're not in. I will. <laughs> I promise. <laughs> cool. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Cheers. Bye. Am I supposed to be able to hear myself? Yes. Yes. Especially able to hear everything. Turn. Just turn it. Turn the volume up. Hello. Hello. Ah. Uh, see. Give it a blowjob. It loves it. I can't. It's got protection. <laughs> <laughs> it's fuzzy. All right. Uh, whose intro is it? Yours. I did it last week. <sighs> so we, I can make, we can make Suey do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we good. don't have that kind of time. <laughs> <laughs> Can you say welcome back to Bounty Hunter Banter for your regular dose of beer and pop culture? Nah. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, then I'll do the intro. Yeah, sounds good.